As the notion of how to age in America is changing on this edition for Older Americans Month, we continue gaining additional insight on aging from three national influencers on the subject. We touch base with them at the recent Aging Society of America Virtual National Conference on Aging 2021. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. In the next few moments, our guests will continue sharing their perspectives regarding what they feel to be important in the evolution of aging. These insights include aging should be a quality experience for all community segments to how the creative arts can play a pivotal role in changing the perceptions of aging. We begin with the value of older adults and the shaping of age-friendly hospitals from Harvard University School of Medicine. We hear from Dr. Sharon Inouye. I think the number one thing that needs to happen is that we need to reframe what aging is, what aging means, and to show, you know, the value of older adults um, to society, which is just, you know, tremendous. Raymond talks about the wisdom. Jeremy talked about the libraries that are contained within individuals and their lived experiences and you know you just cannot underestimate that we see it in the workplace where older adults are you know they're they're they have they're forced into early retirement because companies feel you know they want to hire a younger less expensive person and they lose all of that incredible wisdom um david bloom at the harvard school of public health has estimated that older adults contribute billions upon billions to the world's economy already, and that the potential for their future contributions, he calls it a third demographic dividend. It's a whole untapped source for our economies. And unless we can change the thinking we have, I know in healthcare systems, you know, the view when I sit with groups is that older persons are a burden to the healthcare system, right? We need to like move them through quickly, get them out of the hospital as quickly as possible. And yes, that's a good thing, but not because they're trying to save money and free up beds, but that's not the reason. We need to get them out quickly so they can contribute back to society where they're needed. But we need to change, you know, the messaging and the thinking, and it needs to begin within all of ourselves and with all of our systems where we work. Um, One thing that has been really raised um, in my attention is that self-perceptions of aging, negative self-perceptions of aging, you know, our own, like, internal biases about aging so influence our own healthcare behaviors, our own social behaviors, and how we value and treat older adults. And it's extremely ingrained. I even see it in myself. And um, it's something that we need to work about because you know, unless we can start there inside our very selves, 
we're not going to be able to change the perspectives of others, our organizations, our healthcare systems, and everywhere else we need to change in order to improve, um, overhaul our healthcare systems and improve care for older adults. One movement that has caught on and become very successful is the Age-Friendly Hospitals Initiative that's um, championed right now by the Institute for Healthcare Improvement and by the John A. Hartford Foundation. And this has really, it's an example that I feel is a model for how to head in the right direction. And I think, Jeremy, you also mentioned age-friendly cities and age-friendly communities, and that's another offshoot that I feel is extremely important to head in the right direction. Again, to find ways to keep older adults integrated in society, in their communities, and as a priority for the healthcare system to treat well, including preventatively, as well as um, in treatment. I think we don't do enough with healthcare prevention. Um, we have to address financing, uh, particularly of long-term care, as I mentioned. And I just wanna mention one thing about prevention. Um, you know, we focus so much in care of older adults on treating diseases. And I think you, if you could do an ounce of prevention, <laughs> It's worth a pound of... Thanks so much, Dr. Sharon Inouye. Aging in America should be a positive experience for all segments of the community, so notes the founder of the Louisiana Community Service Organization, Metromorphosis. Let's hear from aging influencer, the Reverend Raymond Jetson. The, the thing that I would like uh, to see most regarding aging in America is aging understood and discussed in the context of community. Uh, so very often, uh, um, at not the risk of being redundant, but for the purpose of being redundant, so very often we see the lives of people uh, broken down into these segments and silos that don't really reflect the way people experience life in any way. And all of the elements of aging, whether it is isolation or uh, or, or or relationships or um, in enjoyment or health care uh, or economics, it, it, it all occurs in the context of community, even isolation happens within the framing of a larger community. And so I believe that this reframing uh, to see community uh, is a necessary prerequisite uh, for maximizing the opportunities that we have. And there are lots of opportunities. And so there are huge opportunities to do high leverage activities uh, that make a difference in the lives of people who are aging uh, in America. But in order for this to happen, and, and, and I'm sure we'll talk uh, about this a bit more, but, but I believe uh, that this requires multicultural, uh, multiracial, multidisciplinary, uh, multigenerational lens 
that facilitates, and Jeremy, I love the phrase, zooming out and zooming in. Uh, Ron Heifetz and Marty Linsky uh, in their book, Adaptive Leadership, talk about the necessity of being able to see things from the balcony and the dance floor. Uh, and so if we are in the midst of, of, of a dance and we are on the floor, we see our surroundings in one way. But if we were to leave the dance floor and go to the balcony, we would see that experience from a very different perspective. I believe uh, that in order to understand community, we are going to have to utilize this balcony and dance floor approach. And then finally, I think that we're going to have to become adept at understanding and engaging communities within communities. So very often uh, we, we, we talk of communities as if they are monoliths. And so we talk about black communities. We talk about inner city uh, uh, communities. And the reality is that people experience life in communities within communities. And so the same person who lives in an inner city neighborhood may have a different uh, community of faith or a social uh, uh, community or a healthcare community. And so we have to become uh, adept at recognizing and engaging these communities within communities uh, in order, I believe, to fully lift up uh, just this, 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 this quality uh, aging experience. Reverend Raymond Jetson is also the former assistant director of the Louisiana Department of Health and Hospitals. Creative arts can play an important role in reshaping our thinking regarding aging. Sharing the perspective, also from the Harvard School of Medicine, is Dr. Jeremy Noble. I think we live in a society that spends a lot of time around thinking and often locks it into this kind of intellectual reductionistic model. And then we say, oh, we think this is true. And yet I think if we really want to change how we think about aging, we need to change how we feel about aging and how we feel, you know, kind of how we make sense of the world emotionally and then how that translates into how we act is often kind of left as a kind of casual sideshow in health policy. And yet I would argue, or social policy, and I would argue it may be at the center. And many of you probably know the work of Dan Kahneman, won the Nobel Prize in economics. I think it was in 2006, you know, for a life's work, really showing that, you know, economic decisions and decisions in general are actually not made intellectually. <laughs> They're made emotionally. And then we use our intellect to backfill a justification of how smart we were that we made that decision. So if that's even a little bit true, and one of his famous books is Thinking Fast and Slow, and the fast track is actually the emotional way we make, we come to conclusions about things. That's fast. And so what does this have to do with aging? Well, I would argue that one of the ways we can change how we feel about aging is celebrating the stories that we can tell and share around aging about older adults and by and from older adults. And where do these stories come from? Well, there's thousands of years of creative arts tradition of story sharing. That's myth, it's visual art, it's language art. And within all of this, there has been a privileged place for what is it 
to be the elder, the older person in the tribe. I think there's been recognized a shift over, you know, call it 100 years, maybe 200 years. But I would argue that it's all up for reevaluation and celebration in some very surprisingly powerful ways, if we can come together and commit to telling the stories about what aging really is. And some of Raymond's work really offers a unique lens on that because it's not just the older adults who can talk about aging. And I think it's really possible through the disruptive power of many things, but one of the ones that I've become very passionate about, and it's at the base of the work we did in the pandemic to connect people, is the power of creative arts, of creative expression which taken at scale harnesses the unique ability of the arts to do four things. First of all, it gets our attention. Whether it's music, visual art or whatever, you know, you can't ignore it despite, you know, the fact that you've got 200 emails to return or the rent's late or all these things. So art gets our attention. But as importantly, perhaps more, it inspires us in some ways where we can imagine the world being different. This is a really important thing if you want the world to be different. <laughs> So think about what the arts can do to inspire, particularly at, at really challenging times like I believe the world is in right now. The third is empowerment. The arts empower us. Not only gives us a vision about how we can act and change the world, but the confidence that we that we can do it. Not that someone else will do it, but we can do it. So let's celebrate that. And lastly, and it goes right to Raymond's point, connection. The arts connect us through the particulars of every individual story is the universal story of community. And when you can find your own story or the stories of those you love in the bigger stories of community, you're not alone. You're connected through those stories. And I think as we can uh, allow ourselves to be in the moment that arts invite us to be in and see new ways to make sense of the world, it will change how we feel about aging and change how we think about it. And I'm, I'm very excited about what that can do in a very short, concentrated period of time. Leveraging, in some ways you say, oh, technology, how can that help? Well, we're here because of technology. And to make and share and interact with stories through technology is a fantastic thing if we do it you know, with the vision of what we're trying to accomplish, which is celebration of the bigger human story within which I would argue there's an opportunity not only to feel differently about aging, but think differently about it. Dr. Noble also leads the Foundation for Art and Healing. The insights on aging from three national influencers on the subject, Dr. Sharon Inouye and Dr. Jeremy Noble of the Harvard University School of Medicine and Reverend Raymond Jetson of the Louisiana organization Metromorphosis. They share their comments at the National Conference on Aging 2021 of the Aging Society of America. I'm Adam Morgan. As always, do keep in touch with us. Stay in your game. Mask up when going out. Keep your distance and get your vaccine shot so you can go safely most anywhere you want. And we do appreciate you sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.